Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And boy, do we ever have the winning combination in the studio today. You'll see what I mean here in just mere moments. Okay, uh, let's see. Speaking of the winning combination, wouldn't be a true winning combination unless we had the award-winning Rich Jekyll of Score. When am I going to get this award you keep speaking of? I thought you already got it. I think when you earn it, you get it. Oh, when I earn it, I get it. Okay. Hello, Christopher Cross, my heart. All right. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And we're also joined today by Lucy Polito of SCORE. Great to see you, Lucy. Good to see you. All right. And, of course, SCORE is a great organization designed to help entrepreneurs nationwide. We, you know, we can't emphasize that enough because everybody's got friends and family that live somewhere else, right? Right. And 15,000 of us out there. 15,000 volunteers. And right. growing. And growing. 390 offices. Scurrying around, helping people set up businesses and make more out of the businesses that they already have. Mm-hmm. And the best part is the mentorship program that SCORE offers is... The big F word, man. Which is... Free. That's right. All you have to do is ask for the advice from great folks like Lucy and Rich and all the other folks like here in oh, Central Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can say great folks like Rich. Yeah. And <laughs> others here in Central Florida, <laughs> as many as five dozen, over 60 volunteers here in Central Florida from all walks of life, all walks of the business world. So whatever your need is, there's somebody there to help. Right, Lucy? Correct. We just do that. We just love to help people. And that's what SCORE is all about. And if you'd like to help people and give back to the community and be a volunteer at SCORE, you can do that by going to orlando.score.org, and you'll find the the information there about how to sign up for that. You'll also find an archive of all of our radio shows. All of them. All four-plus years um, of them. Yep, that's right. But you can also sign up for the newsletter and receive all the news that's fit to be news <laughs> from score <laughs> and you'll get alerts for the events that they are holding and participating in and they're always doing something at score and if you'd like to uh, just give them a call you can do that by calling for uh, dialing 407-420-4844 and if you do it during normal business hours Monday through Friday or even 9 to 2 on Saturday You'll actually get a human being. It might even be Lucy, right? That's right. And, you know, let's not forget that we also have people who speak Spanish, and I am one of them. So we welcome anyone who is uh, fluent in English. But obviously, if you're a little better and you like to speak in your native More language, comfortable Spanish, in yes. Spanish, yes. We are there and ready to help. Once again, people from all walks of life and all walks of the business world. And if there is a situation or a problem or a hurdle out there in your business, there's somebody at SCORE who's already been there, done that. Right, Rich? And got burned by it. So we know. We got the scars. Burned and learned. Burned and learned. Very good. Christopher Hart. And the whole point is that SCORE offers up their experience, their wisdom to prevent, help you prevent, Help you avoid, I should say, as a That's proper right, word, avoid some of the obstacles and the arrows exactly that will come along in the business world, and they're all they're out there. And uh, so, 
especially if you're starting out, you should really check SCORE out because they do a lot more than just mentor. I don't mean to, to downplay that. I mean, that's a, a huge part of what they do. But they also offer great educational programs. Mm-hmm. That's right. Every week there's something going on over there. Every week. And um, the uh, fee for that, and some of them are free, uh-huh. and um, others are very inexpensive. And truly, <clears throat> there's an awful lot of information we provide and a lot of material. So it is really a wonderful, wonderful program. And tell them about there's a, an event coming up on November the 7th. Tell us a little bit about that. What's well, that all about? Well, you know, we have events. Uh, it's called Coffee with a Leader. That happens twice a month. And the next coming event is called Flipping Houses and how to use an entrepreneurial approach. And this is a gentleman who will be uh, giving us this course who happens to do that type of business very, very successfully, I might add. And, you know, recently the way... Real estate is booming in Orlando or in Florida in general. I think it's a wonderful thing to learn. Now, it's not as simple as everybody thinks it is. Oh, gee whiz, I'll buy a house and just flip it. There's a lot more to it than that. So I think I encourage anybody who wants to really learn a little bit more about real estate and what is involved in this great business to come by and visit with us. It is in the morning and it will be free. And you get coffee, and uh, I think you get a Danish or something. So that's great. He has been on the show. Yes, he has been on the show. A few yeah. g- what What's the date and time? Date and time. The date is uh, November 7th, and it starts at 9 o'clock. You don't have to check in uh, or anything like that, and there is no uh, payment that you have to make. But uh, it's also an opportunity to uh, learn from others who may be um, wanting to do this type of business. Mm-hmm. It's also a great networking, networking opportunity, yeah. Networking, yeah. but you do need to pre-register and you do that by going to orlando.score.org or you can also go to the Facebook page, right? That's score Orlando on Facebook. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but you do need to pre-register because there will be handouts for you and that sort of thing. And they want to make sure there are plenty for everybody. So that's coming up on November the 7th, but you know, they hold these events, uh, not Exclusively, but primarily, primarily at the National Entrepreneur Center, and of course, scores just we've told you many times that scores just one of another one of a number of great organizations located there. And well, today we're going to talk about the National Entrepreneur Center, and we couldn't do that properly, of course, without having the president of Ooh, the National Entrepreneur Center in the studio right with there. us today, Holy cow. and that's Jerry Ross. Jerry, great to see you. Well, it's great to be back, and thank you for having me on. But I'm also uh, the janitor and the furniture mover, whatever it takes there. <laughs> the CEO, chief everything officer. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. And uh, last time we spoke, Jerry, uh, we were there for the BizFest. Yes. And doing a live remote broadcast of my other radio program. And the BizFest is a huge success there every year. But that's just a small, tiny part, uh, uh, even as big, a, big of an event that it is, that the National Entrepreneur Center does. Uh, so let's let's first go back sort of to the start, okay? Okay. Uh, give our listeners a little bit of your background. Uh, well, I'm an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Uh, started several companies. Some of them worked better than others. Just uh, generally the way it goes. I, I used to have brown hair, <laughs> and now it's a little lighter. Right. Uh, but it. Uh, I've been an entrepreneur in several different industries and, and uh, many times just looking for an opportunity. Uh, I came to Orlando in 89, and my first uh, opportunity here uh, wasn't great. We worked very hard, and it didn't work. And so I bounced back into the, the 
You don't have to tell us what world. The name of the business, but what type of business was it? That you it were... was a, a catalog buying business, and okay. it was right during a recession, mm. recessionary period, and people were not spending. And so I was working 18 hours a day, and we weren't making enough money. We were cash flowing, which for a small business means you're paying your bills, right. but you're not making any money. Sort of spinning your wheels. <laughs> exactly. And so uh, we identified that and said, uh, it's time to regroup. So I, I went to work for a company who was retrenching back to Atlanta at the time because it was a recessionary period and they were saying maybe we need to to regroup Mm -hmm. and one of the businesses they had they didn't particularly like and I said I love Orlando I want to stay in Orlando so let me fix this for you and they said no we really hate it we went out and I said well would you allow me to buy it and they said sure and so uh, we opened that business in 91 Uh, in 93 we opened in Atlanta by 95 we were one of the largest suppliers in the country and by 98 we were bought out by a New York Stock Exchange company Wow. So same, nice same person, story. Same, same person, same ethics, same work ethic, uh, same process. And one worked and one didn't. So entrepreneurship is a, is a hard uh, avocation, but it's the hardest job I ever had, but the best job I ever had. Yeah, a vocation is right. And there's, there's a powerful lesson in that, too, and that is sometimes failure is not your fault. And, and sometimes it's a very good teacher. And that, that as well. And so in other words, it, it's you, you shouldn't take it personally. You should try no. to just, you know, regroup, as you put it, regroup and move on. Right. And sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's right. timing. Sure. Uh, and sometimes it's getting good help because at that period here in Orlando, we didn't have a National Entrepreneur Center. Right. And so part of the, the joy that I get every day is to say, uh, some of those looks that we get from the entrepreneurs that are struggling, I've seen those looks in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes it more effective uh, communicating to people who are in those situations. Right. Um, so this, you said it was 98 when uh, your business was bought? Uh, in 98, yes. So most guys in that situation, we either just dive right back in and do it all over again, or... They would just hit the courses, hit the links, and you never see or hear from them again, except at the country club or the well, dance I, or whatever. I had contracted to to serve uh, with them for a while during that transition. So I see the company a, that bought the, the yes. group that bought your company. So I had an office in L.A. and an office in Atlanta and a manufacturing facility in Omaha. Okay. So I was on the plane for a while. Okay. And uh, finished up my contract and then came back to uh, I say come back to uh, Orlando, but I I really just got off the plane and. Uh, Went to UCF and said, how do I help? And they said, we've we've got a uh, small business development center and we could use a coach. And so I was a junior marketing coach at, at UCF in their small business development center. And that was the first group that went to the National Entrepreneur Center to open it. Okay, well, that's that's where I want to go, uh, the, the, the National Entrepreneur Center. But at, at, real quick, the at UCF already had a program. Yes. That they were working actively within the, the community. Small Business Development Center. The, yeah, and SBDC. Okay, and this would have been in the early 2000s, about, yes, that, yes. about that time? And I said, I want to help, right. uh, but I also am an entrepreneur, so when I get my next idea, i got to go. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so, uh, how, I mean, how big was the program at the university at that time? Was it, was it, was it, it's a national program. It's a national program that is funded by the SBA and they provide coaches uh, who are employees of the university uh, to coach small businesses for free and low cost business education and networking events. Is that what the UCF incubator was born from? Yeah, it is. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, Once again, we're speaking today with Jerry Ross. 
He is currently the president of the National Entrepreneur Center, and that's located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. Correct. Which is where SCORE, as I was leading a little bit earlier, SCORE, that's where SCORE holds their seminars, the right. coffee series, we the have lunch some series. areas. Absolutely. And that's the, where the we house our humans. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's where they're there, 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and 9 to 2 on Saturday. There's always something good happening. There. <laughs> right there. I've heard that before somewhere. I've heard that. And you might have heard Jerry's uh, commercials and his uh, spots uh, on the station here. They're very informative. I enjoy hearing those little bits of wisdom. Thank you. And so uh, we're going to continue the conversation with Jerry when we come back. And as I've said, and as we've spoken before, uh, SCORE is just one of a lot of great organizations that make up the National Entrepreneur Center. And so we're going to be talking about those organizations as well with Jerry Ross right here today. And once again, don't forget Orlando.score.org to find out all of the events that SCORE has going on over there. And you also have a website, which is you can find out more about the Entrepreneur Center by going to nationalec.org. That's nationalec.org. Okay? So uh, stick around because when we come back, we're going to have more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll of Score score, are here with me today, Christopher Hart. And speaking of the winning combination, that is what is going on at the National Entrepreneur Center because they have got a great combination of groups there to help people in the business community here. And today we have the president, Jerry Ross, the president of the National Entrepreneur Center with us. And Jerry, we were just talking about uh, how you had found yourself at UCF. And you, once again, though, you were seemingly sort of in the prime of your life. I mean, you don't look all that old right now, buddy. And so once again, you, instead of choosing to go back wholeheartedly in the business world or going out, you know, fishing or golfing or whatever, <laughs> you decided to get involved in the business community here in Central Florida. That's right. And uh, as you said, as a coach at UCF. That's correct. There couldn't have been much financial reward in that, especially compared to what you had been used to with that business you had sold. And sometimes you don't work for money. Okay. You, know, you work for passion. <laughs> okay. And uh, I wanted to help. And that was a way I could give back as part of the Small Business Development Center. Okay. So I was there about two and a half, three years. And then I got another idea and took off. <laughs> and, what, and so you went to another business idea? I started another business. Okay. And uh, and then I got into uh, publishing a magazine and flipping properties and building warehouses and, and eventually buying the lighting business back was one of our plans. Okay. And I got a phone call that said uh, the National Entrepreneur Center was looking for a local entrepreneur to run it because it had been uh, managed by the Small Business uh, administration of the U.S. government. So we had an entrepreneur center being run by a government bureaucracy. Right. And uh, the community said, maybe we need to look for an entrepreneur. And and uh, I well, said, I've been training for that job all my life. <laughs> it was perfect for you <laughs> yeah. right here in Central Florida. Right. So then how did the National Entrepreneur Center get started? Um, it was after 9-11. And uh, people were 
you know, hesitant to fly and we're a tourist destination. So small businesses were struggling and it was a tough time. So, so the they, idea was born here in Central Florida. Yes, sir. And I know it's rare, well, but but there are several around the country. There, there's, there was one at the time okay. in California, in okay. San Jose, that had been started by the SBA. Okay. All and right. so our local leadership here uh, at the time, Mayor Crotty, uh, Al Weiss from Disney, and Dr. Hitt from UCF, mm-hmm. uh, got together and said, well, maybe we got to take a look at this model in San Jose. So they were doing a little different model, and they said, we need to invest in the small businesses here in our community. And so they... They put the money where their mouth was and said, let's do this thing. And uh, that was the birth of the Entrepreneur Center, which opened in 2003. By 2007, in a survey of 55 cities around the country, the Biz Journal surveys, uh, Orlando, Florida was named the number one city in America to start and grow a small business. So their vision in 2003 came to fruition in 2007. About what time did you come on board? Right around 2007. Okay. And at that time, how many organizations were a part of the National Entrepreneur Center? And was it at the Fashion Square Mall? No, at that time? it was located downtown at Lake Eola. Okay. Uh, and a beautiful space looking out on the lake. Yeah, a landmark and, building. In the landmark one building yeah. with, with the uh, fountain in the, in the lobby. And so what we found was people uh, would, some people were uncomfortable coming to an office building uh, with a waterfall in the lobby and, and they were painting contractors or landscaping contractors, and that wasn't a very comfortable environment for them. Well, that's nothing. You know, I came to a score before that, and we used to be at the uh, government office, Social Security office. Yes. And if you think that was uncomfortable, I mean, the uh, landmark building was uncomfortable. Think about the Social Security office where they had to go through uh, checking themselves. Metal detectors. The metal detector right. and all that. And we were on the, sure. I think we were on the second or third floor. I don't remember. It was very difficult. I mean, it was very, very difficult. Yeah. So, so you moving your, to the landmark, for those of us who started, that was like, boy, that was heaven. like yeah. driving a Cadillac really? or something. And, and as the fundraiser, you know, it, all the money I raised went to rent. And so we said, that's really not our mission. I see. And, and so uh, we looked at Fashion Square Mall, because malls at the time were changing from big box retail right. to mixed use, right. saying, how can we get tenants who bring a lot of people to the mall that aren't affected by Amazon? And so uh, the, I said, I think that sounds like a great idea, free parking. People are comfortable sure. going to the mall. Sure. They had space for us, and it was affordable. And so uh, in 2011, we picked up everyone and we moved to the mall. And uh, our walk-in traffic went from 50 a month to 200 a month. And Just last, from the move. And last year, well, it's free parking and people are comfortable coming to the mall. Sure, right. And you can get coaching while the kids go shopping or, or there's you can a bring the whole things. family and break right. off into different groups or whatever. Right. right. Plus, sure. I sell shoes out of the score office there. <laughs> whatever it takes, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, putting that very accessible out in the community uh, not only increased our walk-in traffic, but the 14 organizations that live there. Last year alone, coached and trained face-to-face over 15,000 business people. Oh, wow. And that's not happening anywhere else in the world. That is fantastic. Once again, we're speaking with Jerry Ross. He is the president right now of the National Entrepreneur Center and has been now for about 11 years, I guess, right? Longer than I've been anywhere. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I said, I'll leave when it's not fun. Isn't that and amazing how your life cycles are like that a little bit? And uh, the website, by the way, is nationalec.org, nationalec.org. And as I said, you know, SCORE is just one of another uh, number of great organizations there. 
And uh, like, uh, let's just go through some of them. And by the way, uh, I'm holding a uh, a document which uh, is sort of a graph. It shows the services provided at the National Entrepreneur Center by these various groups. Is this same uh, graph on your website yes, where people can see? And, uh, of course, SCORE is one of the groups who's listed here. And they have things that these groups offer, like advocacy, uh, uh, business financing, access to capital, uh, office space, uh, helping uh, to plan a business, startup assistance, networking opportunities, and on and on, legal assistance, marketing, taxes and accounting, uh, these groups offer these things. Now, Import, not, export. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not every group offers each and everything, but on the graph, so, all of these categories, some of these, are, you'll find amongst these groups, every one of these categories being fulfilled. Yep. Some groups, uh, w- w- almost all of them they address, uh, but uh, nonetheless, all of this is offered at the National Entrepreneur Center. And... Being centrally located like that, and with all of these offerings, uh, is, are you anticipating growing even yet? Oh, yeah. We're just getting warmed up. This is a great <laughs> place to, to have a business, and and there are small business resources to help you build a business. But as we build those businesses and they grow, they become different needs. Uh, like Rich mm-hmm. just mentioned, international trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone is, is doing a lot of sales and says... I can do sales internationally. It's hard to do that. And so now we're providing services to say we can help you with import or export. We have the uh, U.S. Department of Commerce located there. That's a federal government employee whose only job is to help Central Florida companies export more stuff. But they have to be export ready. And so they can visit a SCORE counselor or an SBDC counselor, get ready, and then visit the U.S. Department of Commerce. So if you or I were going to call Brazil and say we want to sell you stuff, right. you know, they would say get off my phone. Sure. But, when the, but when the U.S. Department of Commerce calls, they say, where would you like to meet and when? And so that's acceleration for our businesses. I think the, the, the ideal is that anybody who's got any kind of thought of starting a business, there's only one place to go, and that's the National Entrepreneur Center. Uh-huh. And not only start a business, but then grow the business, because we have lots of businesses that are coming uh, who are very well established and very profitable. And, and we're saying, what's next? We are in the innovation economy. And so when you look at what happened to Blockbuster with Netflix, you look at what happened to Kodak with the iPhone. Well, we're training kids in school now for jobs that may not even exist yet. And so as we evolve as an innovation economy, our region needs to evolve in entrepreneurial thinking. Right. And uh, as I said, there's a number of these great organizations. And as Lucy was saying, they have it all. Uh, If you're in the business world, they have it all at the National Entrepreneur Center. Mm -hmm. Uh, with SCORE and these other great groups. And multiple languages, by the way. Indeed. <laughs> and, for instance, they have the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Right. There. Correct. After. Great partners. Great partners for us. <clears throat> and uh, I, who I, were instrumental, especially after the hurricane. I was going to say, but they've been real busy over the last year. Very right? much so. Yeah. And they... they uh, but busy in a good way. Helped us connect with uh, business owners coming from Puerto Rico at the airport. Right. And offered them free uh, memberships to the the uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce to connect them to businesses here right? because some of those businesses were were saying there's nothing to go back to. right? But there was a lot of those businesses that we were saying, how do you continue the business so that you can go back? And so our Hispanic uh, community partners are are phenomenal, Prospera and the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. 
also the African-American Chamber of Commerce. Who just named their new president. And uh, so they were in a, a search and were very excited about partnering with them as we move forward. Who did forward. they name? I didn't hear that. I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> gotcha. Way to go, Rich. I'd have, gotcha. To, I'd have to Google that. But <laughs> but she is an, a dynamic and, and uh, a very talented leader that uh, we're, I'm looking forward to partnering with. And I see you also have the National Black MBA Asso- Association yes. there. They were named last year as the top uh, chapter in the country. Uh, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce has been named by its peers two out of the last four years as the number one Hispanic chamber in the country. The uh, dis- SCORE received that award uh, several years ago, years ago mm-hmm. as the top SCORE chapter in the country. So it's become a center of excellence. And also the uh, Disability Chamber of Commerce. And didn't they just have the Veterans Business Initiative? I just yes. was there on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's just wrapping up. But they do that, uh, how many, four times a year, isn't um, it? Yeah, I think it is four times I think times it is quarterly year. now. Yeah. 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 Six six weeks. Yeah. So once there's, again. There's a lot to track. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and as I'm saying, you got a lot of organizations here. Yes, that, we that, do. Uh, as I said, you know, you, you are there to provide services for the community, but you are there to provide for these organizations. That's correct. And keep it all together. And as you said, this is a rare jewel that we have here in Central Florida. It is. You and we are not kidding. We kind of take it for granted because it's been here now for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, there hasn't been a crisis. And so people kind of say, oh, yeah, that's the National Entrepreneur Center. But when you get outside of here uh, in Central Florida, people are in, envious of what we've created with a one-stop shop, with 14 business support organizations, with one single mission, and that's to help our small businesses grow. But we don't have 14 training rooms or conference rooms or 14 phone systems. So everybody's cost goes down and everybody's numbers go up. And that's what has attracted not only national but international attention to Orlando, Florida. Okay. Once again, we're speaking with Jerry Ross, the president of the National Entrepreneur Center. When we come back, we're going to talk about the the people who help sort of grease the wheels of the center and how the whole thing works. Talk, mm-hmm. We're going to talk about something called our, econ- our entrepreneurial Ecosystem. All right. Ooh, so uh, he's getting fancy on us. Yeah, yeah, Look out. Or is that ecosystem? It's an ecosystem, <laughs> we'll my friend. We'll find out when we come back. You, well, once again, you are listening to What's the Score? And the score and score is located in the National Entrepreneur Center, and you really do need to stop by there and visit. Okay? And once again, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, we're here to help you make your business a better, bigger and better success or help you get started if you're just in the entrepreneurial incubator stage. All right. I am Christopher Hart along with Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll. Our guest today is Jerry Ross, and he is the president of the National Entrepreneur Center, which we were just finding out more about. And as I said, there are a lot of great organizations there, and uh, there are 14 total and we just went through uh, some of them. And, but I do want to mention the, the folks who 
help make this possible in the sense that they provide funding. And uh, and I know I notice here that we have both government and uh, bis- local bis- local and and international businesses. You have, for instance, the Orange County government and the city of Orlando governments participating here. That's right. It's a true public-private partnership. And that was the idea from the very start, wasn't it? Was, it was, absolutely, to say we need to engage the entire community, public and private sector. Okay. And then Walt Disney World is a partner? A great partner. Has been from the beginning. And, and Along with the University of Central Florida. I was going to say you have the university here, and I guess they were there from the right. very start, too. So those are the four major partners, uh, but we have the High Tech Corridor Council uh, that supports us, and then Wells Fargo, Seacoast Bank, Orlando Utilities Commission, T-Mobile, uh, all of those. Regions, uh, yeah, Wells Fargo, Florida <laughs> Blue. Say, help me out here because I don't want to miss anyone. And, and the <laughs> Orlando Magic. Exactly. And so all of them benefit from uh, an expanding economy in, the, in a, an expanding small business community. Right. So if people have jobs and make more money, they can go to Disney and they can buy magic tickets mm-hmm. and they pay more taxes. And so it's a win-win for everyone. And as I said, that was the idea from the very start. And the, sort of the amazing thing is that it's worked. That it's working. Yeah. yeah. Working. Be- working, yeah. yes. Because I'm sorry. the center in San Jose is, is not there anymore. Is that right? It's not. And so... Uh, people come from all over the country to say, how do you make this work in Orlando? And I say, meet the leadership of our community. You know, meet the people who are doing this. We have a culture here of collaboration. Right. And it may be that people come, you know, from other places and they get to Orlando and say, that's far enough. I'm stopping. So there's a lot of people here from everywhere who remember what it was like to be new. Well, there's a lot of people that come from outside of the country. Right. 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 You're always entertaining foreign dignitaries and guests. So we have countries coming to us saying, how do we do in our country what you're doing in Orlando? And and it's all the stuff you learned in kindergarten. You know, you, you share, you, you, you cooperate, <laughs> you cooperate, you, you clean up after yourself. And so it's, it's that, <laughs> it's that collaboration that has made it work, but it's not only collaboration of those 14 groups that live there, but it's the collaboration of, the 12 sponsors who pay for the infrastructure to make it work, yep. they collaborate just as closely. Right. The community. We right. could not do that, do what we do without the support of our community. And I, I have to add something here, and I think it's very important to uh, recognize Jerry because uh, having been with SCORE probably longer than most of our current folks, uh, I was there at the beginning when this was putting being put together. And, I mean, Jerry's a great motivator, and he's also a great worker. I mean, I've seen him... Give wonderful speeches, but more important, I've seen him moving chairs, picking up tables, you know, picking up the garbage. I mean, he's not yeah. afraid to do any of this stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, when you have a leader like that, it's easy to follow. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. I, I call it, I arrange the parade, I cheer the parade along, and then I clean up after it. <laughs> and Lucy's, Lucy's greatest feat of all when she joined SCORE was was to hire you that's right (laughs) but but that's the entrepreneur uh background and it's the entrepreneurial spirit that lives at the center that supports entrepreneurs yeah but then but then therein is the uniqueness of it though and and that the community has found a common goal that everyone sees in the benefit to participate in this it's sort of like a uh 
Uh, for lack of a better word, you have the vines on the wall down there. Right, it, for it, symbolizing it, it, growth right. it, of it, your it, business. It, it's like we have this tree that, that makes our city great. Right. And we all want to keep it healthy and nurture it. Right. And even though we don't live in, you know, we all live on a different part or a different, you know, see the tree from a different angle. Sure. Uh, that uh, you're able to keep this common goal here of the economic health and growth for the community. Which all the research says it's, it's entrepreneurial dynamism that, that keeps an economy and keeps the city strong. And so you have to have the support of a, a vibrant small business community. Sure. And so that's why we have the vines and the trees and all that is that entrepreneurship is like planting the seed of, mm. of an idea. Right. And, and you don't see anything for a while and you keep watering and feeding and you still don't see anything. And, and then it pops up and that's not the time to harvest. You still have to protect it and nurture it until it can grow into a strong uh, plant that you can then have an economic harvest. And so that's kind of the thinking behind all of the green and growth and trees and vines is to say it's a process. All right. And the process, of course, is to have a healthy business community and help you folks and folks, you know, be that healthy business community. Right. And that's the whole purpose of the Entrepreneur Center. Hey, now before the break, you mentioned you made up some word. Well, I was just going to something. That. I was just going to that because uh, I see you also here. And once again, these the documents that I'm looking at here, you can find on their website at nationalec.org. And you have something here called uh, Nash, an entrepreneurial ecosystem or ecosystem. Ecosystem, there right? You go, ecosystem, and uh, it's it consists of so like some balloons, and in the middle is one main balloon. It's called, and it's labeled entrepreneurs, right? And then you have uh, around it, you have five balloons: intellectual capital, capital, resource providers slash support, advocates and champions, financial capital, talent pool. Explain what this means here. Well, to have a, a vibrant small business community, you need all of the, all of those pieces to come together. And so intellectual capital, uh, we, we look at as the university. You know, there's lots of research being done at our university. Uh, we have a, an incubator out at the university that nurtures that intellectual capital to say uh, the breakthrough, the, the things that we can take and say, this has been researched and, and now we can commercialize it. Uh, and, and grow it. And, and real quickly, the uh, incubator program has actual physical office space that they provide around the community, right. including right across the street from the National That's correct. They have Center. eight incubators throughout Central Florida. Okay. So, I'm sorry. And, Go ahead. And so, our, our university has attracts intellectual capital, uh, people who are researchers, people who can bring that kind of uh, due diligence to, to an idea. Uh, talent pool is that if we attract companies to move here, they have to have the talent to run. And so whether that's um, training that has to take place, uh, for example, Verizon moved here and said, we need accountants. We need people that are in bookkeeping and accounting. And so Seminole State College put in a program to, to feed that that need. And so with some of the the smart chip manufacturing that's coming in Osceola County, uh, there's going to be a need for trained students that know how to do that. And so our community colleges have stepped up to say, what kind of t- talent and training can we do? That could be a welder uh, that's required to, to weld equipment that's at our theme parks. Uh, and so if you don't have the talent there to support your growth, you're not going to move there. Um, access to capital. After the um, the banking meltdown, 
it became very difficult for companies to get uh, access to capital. Small right. business loans. Yeah, right. exactly. And so a lot of the banks, the regulators say, you can't loan to a startup company. That's too much risk. Right. Um, Axion is one of our partners that, that is a resident in the center, mm-hmm. and they are um, a micro lender that will lend to a startup. And so they don't do that based on, you know, the traditional methods of three years of tax returns. They do that on your credit score. And so you may pay a little more in interest uh, because of the offset of the, of the risk. Right. But they can get access to that. Right. Well, yeah. Exactly. I think their credit um, cutoff is 610. I think so. For the lending. 610? 610. What does that mean? It's your credit, credit score. score. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I uh, <laughs> went right over my head. You haven't made it there yet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I, Sixteen, <laughs> man. Who's there? To, yeah, my golly. You're trying to make it into triple digits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, once again, what, what are the other bubbles there? Did I did I get them all? Uh, advocates and champions. That's us. That's SCORE. That's the SBDC. That's uh, the people who fund our center. They're advocates and champions for small businesses. They give them a chance. They help them. They coach them. The score coaches are volunteers. They're doing that because they want to help. And so when people go to score and get help and they move up in capacity and skill, then our local companies give them an opportunity to work there. And so as a local entrepreneur, I had an opportunity to work for Disney. Uh, And so our local companies are open to giving small businesses a chance, but it's up to them to earn the business. And I see you have an event coming up on October the 31st. We do, on it's, Halloween. It's just going to come up here in just a few days, right? Yes. Uh, but this is going to be in the morning. It is. So you're <laughs> going to have to get up early. Set that uh, alarm clock. I'll call you. Uh, I'll get you a costume, by and the way. This is going to be from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Yes. at the National Entrepreneur Center, once again in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. And by the way, if you haven't been there, you can just park in the parking garage and look for the vines on the wall. It's and they free. will lead you. Yeah. That's right. And it's all free parking and uh this is going to be presented by florida blue now what is this uh, and is this typical uh, that you hold events uh, there as well as score and these other organizations we do we call it gap programming gap and so what does that mean gap that, that means that if there's a gap in the community of of information that's timely mm-hmm. that, that it's not necessarily any of our partner organizations mission to provide that training, but it would be good for the community. And so with open enrollment for uh, health insurance coming up, uh, there are a lot of questions out there, not only from individuals, but from small business owners to say, I don't understand all of this. And so we got the market president of Florida Blue, uh, Tony Jenkins, to say, give us an hour and a half, uh, sit in our training room. We're going to have a program to say, let's let people ask the questions that are on their mind. And so... There's there's assistance out there to help pay premiums. There's different programs that, that fit for different individuals. Mm-hmm. But there's also the the basic programs that cover a lot of things that people didn't know they covered. And so there is access to health insurance, but you gotta be you gotta do your homework. And so this is an opportunity to, to us to provide an expert in the industry access to small businesses that have questions. And if they, all the questions regarding health care, you're going to be there for days. No, <laughs> hour and a half. We, we get right. to it. We all make right. it happen. Get right down to business. <laughs> That's right. October the 31st, 9 a.m. to 1030 a.m. at the Entrepreneur Center. And you need to register. Now, this is a free event. And yes. I see breakfast is included. Yes. And uh, and there is limited seating, so uh, please correct. register as quickly as you can. And you can go to nec1031.eventbrite.com. 
So it's at Eventbrite, eventbrite.com, or you can just go there and type in National or, Entrepreneur or Center. Or go to the website, and there's there's probably a link on there. All right, that's nationalec.org, nationalec.org, or go to Eventbrite and uh, just uh, search for National Entrepreneur Center in Orlando. And that's October the 31st, 9 to 1030 a.m., presented by Florida Blue. All your questions answered about health care and the changes and things of that going like of that nature going on. Okay, speaking of going on, we gotta go on to a break, but we'll be coming back on the other side with more of what's the score. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, along with Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll. I am Christopher Hart. Our guest today is Jerry Ross. He is the president of the National Entrepreneur Center. But I guess, guess what? I bet most of you already knew that. And you know how I know that most of you already knew that? No, how? Because they've heard his business minutes right here on these radio stations. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, yes. I even got a call on my other radio show that, that hey, we well, need to get this Jerry Ross guy on your radio show. <laughs> that was my mom. Yeah, yeah, was, <laughs> uh, but uh, these business minutes, these uh, little uh, jewels of wisdom. Snippets. Snippets yes. and jewels of wisdom that uh, you do really are. I, I look forward to hearing them myself. And, uh, you know, and one reason why Jerry does that is because you folks out there hear it. And that's the whole idea of radio to get message, to get messages, to get information to folks who want to hear it. You're listening to the radio because you crave information and you look here to find it. And we like to think we deliver. And Jerry Ross delivers, that's for sure, over there at the National Entrepreneur Center. And he delivers when he makes his remarks on the radio. And you can deliver, too, or at least have radio deliver for you by taking advantage of radio. It is still one of the primary forms of mass communication in the United States of America, bar none. Followed by... Followed by uh, country music. Oh, you're talking about radio formats. Popularity, Well, you're talking about formats. I'm talking about radio in general is still one of the most, it is the most listened to radio, this is the most listened to mass communication format. See, you messed me up there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was on roll. <laughs> there, there you are. That's okay. You that's were. okay. That's what I like about radio. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> see, as I said, though, you get a lot by listening to the radio. And you can take advantage of that with your business by getting in on it. And Bill Files is the man to talk to. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. They've got four great radio stations here one Hispanic uh, radio programming, and so they can reach the market that you would like to reach with your message. And you can even do it in your own voice if you like. And so uh, please call Bill. His number is 407-618-1760. And we're not kidding when we say uh, radio really does get your message out. And uh, Jerry has felt the effects of radio by seeing it and people coming and commenting about Absolutely. hearing his business minutes. As I've said, I've heard it on my radio show. That mean, That's very effective. And so you can be taking advantage of this as well. So please call Bill at 407-618-1760. And 
Jerry, uh, you were just talking about, you know, uh, it, it sounded like you were describing, uh, I think you mentioned when, when Verizon came here, they were looking for accountants and people that they needed. Did they come to you? Is, your, uh, is the National Entrepreneur Center's reputation so great out there now that corporations know about the National Entrepreneur Center? And when they have something in here in Orlando they need, they come to you? Uh, well, not probably directly. Most of the major corporations... Uh, have people on staff that do that. Uh, we serve mainly small businesses, and and those typically are less than 100 employees. I got it. Uh, but for a major corporation, they do know about us. They do hear about us. Uh, one example was the new administrator of the SBA, uh, Linda McMahon. Yes. And so uh, I was in my office uh, a couple of years ago, and I answered the phone, and it was Linda McMahon who said, uh, I have been nominated, but I have not been confirmed. I am a public citizen doing my research on, on small business help. And, and the National Entrepreneur Center keeps appearing. Can I come and visit? And, uh, and so she did. She, so she did. And mm-hmm. so she's been there three times uh, to visit and to conduct roundtables. And so that's a cabinet member of the U.S. government that, that knows about what's happening in Orlando, Florida, and came here to visit. Um, and by the way, real quick, I noticed... When uh, the president has his full cabinet in for cabinet meetings, she's usually sitting right to his right. She's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and she's been a great advocate for small businesses and has been very engaged in, in getting information. One of the conversations we had was she said, I hear that regulations are hurting small businesses. But it's like the they say, you know, who's they? Right. I'm, I'm trying to learn what regulations specifically are hurting. And I said, I don't know. I'm just one guy. But I got 90,000 friends on Facebook, and they have an idea. And so we put out a posting on Facebook and said, no whining, but if you have a regulation that's hurting your business, tell us what it is, how it should change, how it's hurting. And uh, we took her 12 pages of regulations that had been identified by our friends on Facebook from all over the country and said, here you go. And two weeks later, she was testifying on the floor of the house in front of the small business committee of which Stephanie Murphy is a ranking member. And they were talking about the national entrepreneur center in Orlando, Florida on the floor of the house of representatives. And so people do find good work. You know, if you're doing good work and, and getting good results, uh, people find you. Of course, the small businesses, the, 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 the whole purpose of helping small businesses is that they help, they provide for our community. Right. And one of the things that they primarily provide are jobs. Jobs. And do you have any statistics on that? Well, over the last two years, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, uh, Orlando, Florida, Central Florida, was the top job creator in the country. And so a lot of people... Was in, in the, the country. Yeah, in say the that country. again. Central Florida was the top job creator in the country, according wow. to the U.S. Census Bureau, the last two years. For the years. last two years that they collected yes. data. Yes. And so... When I travel, I hear a lot of people very surprised at that. And I say, for us that are here doing it, that's not a surprise. That's intentional. And and that was a process that was started 15 years ago by the visionary leadership of our community. And so we take that for granted and that our community says, we're going to work together. Uh, I stole a a saying from Austin, Texas. Uh, I was visiting in Austin and and they have the Austin miracle and that that they talk about. And I said, we were talking about how they did that because I learned everything I know I learned from somebody else. And that's uh, the way it is for most of us, except Rich. <laughs> that's right. I just make that's up right. stuff. Yeah, I know that. And, and I swear to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right. That's it. Uh, but the gentleman said, we had a unity of purpose with a continuity of effort. 
Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. that to me, I wrote it down. Once again, it's a unity of purpose. A unity of purpose and a continuity of effort. And said we all agreed to good. do something, and then we agreed to do it long enough to be successful, not just till it got hard or we changed leadership. And so I came back to the fourteen organizations that were sharing our center and said, "What can we all agree on?" And and we agreed that we would meet whoever walks through the front door where they are and move them forward. And we all agreed. And then we said, we're going to do that long enough to be successful, not just till it gets hard. And so leadership has changed. We have the same mission. Uh, Our funders have changed. We have the same mission. Our funders have said, we're going to do this until we're successful. And now that we are, that's not a, a surprise. Now you meet with these fourteen groups once a month, right? We—it's uh, every other month. Every other month, I give month. them a break. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they get tired right. of listening to me sometimes. Uh, but we—they're ha- all involved in the decision making. So once again, it's that coordination of effort. Yes, the, yeah. the unity of purpose and the continuity of effort—the effort to keep this going. Now, this was. It, Refresh my memory again if I'm getting this wrong, but this all kind of came uh, out of a need. Uh, from hard economic times. That's correct. Uh, and now that it's su- successful, uh, two questions. Uh, one, uh, you said earlier you're looking to expand. You're not looking to go away. That's right. So I, I take it that you're planning on sticking around, you know, that that this this idea is not just for bad times, but it's for all times, you bet. good and bad. You bet. And second, uh, two years in a row, can we do it again? Uh, how do you see going forward the job market and the small business community here? Uh, well, are we saturated? Unemployment is under four percent, and and so it's it's you know under it's in threes, right. and so you know full employment used to be considered five percent. So you could you know you could argue that one and a half percent of the population is working that really doesn't want to. Right. Uh, so it's tight. The 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 unemployment numbers are way down, which is a great thing. That also presents a whole new set of problems for businesses. Right. To say how to, in fact, this morning I was speaking in, uh, in Lake Marion uh, to an organization about how do you keep and, and uh, attract and keep good employees? Because that's now an issue that wasn't an issue five years ago. Sure. And so in the good times, there's a whole different set of problems to be addressed. And so that may be, um, how do I manage growth? Uh, I used to have 10 employees and I had that down and now I've got 30. Uh, how do I keep the employees? How do I yeah. keep them? And how do I keep them motivated? And how do I manage them? And so uh, there's always a need for small business help because small businesses are always growing. But every big business that we have here started as a small one. Okay. And once again, you can go to the nationalec.org website to find out more about the National Entrepreneur Center and the offerings that they present including the one coming up just here in a couple of days, October the 31st from 9 to 10.30 a.m. This is an offering presented by Florida Blue. It'll once again be at the National Entrepreneur Center. And by the way, great facilities there, state-of-the-art classroom facilities. It's really uptown. It is. It's very cool. Indeed it is. And um, don't worry about Rich's shoe store. It's it's down the hall there a little bit. But anyway, uh, the, the October, for the, October the 31st, 9 to 1030 a.m. And this is a free event, and it's about health issues, health questions, and, and how does it affect you and your business. And uh, you do need to pre-register, though. Go to nationalec.org. And they'll link up uh, with Eventbrite, or you can go to Eventbrite and tap in National EC, National Entrepreneur Center, and October 31st, once again, 9 to 10.30 a.m. And Tony Jenkins, and he is the Central Florida Market President 
for Florida Blue. So, and of course, Jerry uh, is going to be there as well. And free breakfast. So, hey, <laughs> hey, can't beat that. By the way, the doors open at 8.30. And remember, all of these programs, whether it's the National Entrepreneur Center that's presenting it or SCORE that's presenting it, also offer up networking opportunities. That's right. Very you know? good. Very so good. It, it's and, it's and all about coming together. There's nothing better than meeting up with an entrepreneur that's that's been through what you're going through mm-hmm. and that can help you and, and coach you through that. All right. All the connections and everything that you get from these events. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, please take advantage of that. And uh, don't forget, of course, SCORE is always uh, yeah. has some offerings going Just, on over uh, there, take too. take the opportunity to remind everyone that we will have a very good session with Coffee with a Leader, and that will be November 7th. And the subject will be Flipping Houses, How to Use an Entrepreneurial Approach to Do This. And it's something that's uh, happening right now in Florida and probably around the country. Uh, flipping houses has become something that a lot of people want to get into. So here's a time to learn how to do it from someone who has been doing it for quite some time yep. and very successful at it. And okay. it doesn't happen like it does on TV, like no. in, in the one half hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, no, uh-uh. <laughs> All right. So that's Orlando.score.org to find out the schedule for the events that SCORE presents and to register for them, like the event that the uh, uh, the coffee event that uh, Lucy was just speaking about. And once again, nationalec.org to find out more information about all the events and everything offered by the National Entrepreneur Center. We are very fortunate to have the National Entrepreneur Center here in Central Florida. It's been a great blessing, and uh, we, of course, wish you and the center all the luck in the world. And we're very fortunate to have him here today. And have him as president of the National Entrepreneur (laughs) Center. Thank thank you, but also thank you for giving us the opportunity to get the word out. You know, Um, people need to come and engage. That's what it is. It's it's all about the unity of purpose and continuity of effort. Ooh, end quote. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's I like it. that. I can see that. I like a, the way you're thinking. I can see that in a Clint, Clint Eastwood movie somewhere. <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot, Jerry Ross. Thank you're the you. man. Yeah, you're the thank man. you so much. All right. Thank you, Jerry. Until next week, this has been What's the Score? See ya.